Welcome, welcome back to the Black Elysians podcast. This is episode two. I'm back with Jessica Gates. Hey, hey, hey. How you um, doing? A lot has happened um, since we were last on the air two weeks ago. Um, I don't, the gas prices are, I don't know, when I fill up my tank now, I just don't even look at the price anymore. I just turn around and face the other way. So you're not looking for the cheapest gas station? It is what it is at this point? No, I just go to Costco. Oh, okay. Yeah. You got the rewards. Yeah, so, and even Costco gas, I think last, I have to fill up this week, but I know last time I went to Costco, it was like $3.99. I'm like, oh. Jeez. Well, it's definitely improved, or not improved, but increased since then. I have to, um, once I'm done here, I definitely have to go fill up, but I'm... Like you said, I, I, you might as well just turn away at this point. Like, you know you're going to pay more than you did a couple of weeks ago. It is what it is. Do you think they're going to get $5 or get to $5 a gallon? No, I, I don't think it's I hope not. <laughs> that changed from I think to I hope. It's, it's so unpredictable with everything going on and I, um, Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So I, at this point, I hope not. Um, I know here in Michigan they're talking about suspending the the gas tax, um, so that that may help relieve some pain at the pump. Hopefully, I hope it doesn't reach five dollars. But you know, I look at other places, especially when you think of travel coming up. These plane tickets are astronomical now. Yeah, I'm glad I have all of our plane tickets already purchased for for the summer. For, so, do, well, you guys are good. I'm trying to possibly go to Vegas. I did see. Um, I think at certain points, like, you know, the tricks, like you look on Tuesdays and Wednesdays for tickets and certain times. But, yeah, I, the price was about maybe I fly spirit. I don't mind it. Um, but the price was about I maybe one forty five round trip to Las Vegas. But I know it's going to go up something so crazy. My ticket to L.A. that for next, this um, upcoming weekend, it went from like one sixty to two sixty in like a matter of days. I got it over a month ago, but still. Yeah, you were good when I came. I, I flew Spirit once and vowed never to fly Spirit that's again. That's y'all. That's y'all. Y'all not about to curse me. You know what it is for me? I take the 6 a.m. flights, and I've never had an issue. I take the first one out, and people are serious. They're, they're, you know, they're on it. I've never had an issue. I'm flying Spirit. The first stop is in Las Vegas, and then we're going to make our way over to LAX. But it's yeah. a 6 a.m. flight. <laughs> Yeah, let me know how that... I will. You guys are not about to cast <laughs> dispersion and and bad vibes on mine. I know everyone has a horrible spirit story of, you know, I got to the airport and they just canceled the flight right right when I was there. Yeah, I don't they actually... didn't even care. So we flew spirit to Florida Lauderdale. It wasn't... It's not bad. It's only $60. You can go for $60 round trip to Florida on spirit. Why would you not? Yeah, I ju- I just wasn't comfortable. So oh, with the seat, yeah. I get it. Like like I always say, you have to pack your patience. Like you have to like I'm carrying a book bag. Like I know I don't check anything. 
it's only for a weekend. I'm wearing swimsuits and shorts and stuff, so I don't need a lot of clothes. And I usually get my toiletries at the destination. So if you know how to pack, man, get your headphones charged. Just, you know, <laughs> do what you need to do before your flight, whatever that looks like. But no spirit for you, okay? Yeah, I'm a... I'm are a, you a Delta snob? Yeah, I'm a Delta snob. Oh, my goodness. The Delta folks are the worst. Yeah. I've, y'all swear y'all so superior. Like, you guys are on Virgin uh, <laughs> or something like that. Are the Emirates like what? Yeah, but I pretty much have only ever flown Delta. Well, before Delta Northwest, but so you've never had a delay or anything like that with Delta. I've had a cancellation. That's what I'm um, saying, folks. It was really funny because I was going to DC and it was raining in DC, so they canceled the flight. <laughs> but they put my luggage on the next flight to DC, so uh, I, I was really confused. I was like. I couldn't fly to D.C., but you're telling but your me luggage, my yeah. luggage flew? <laughs> so that that never still to this day didn't make any sense to me, like how my luggage was able to get on the next flight, but I wasn't. But you won't give spirit these chances. See, y'all bougie. It's, it, I, I think because it has such the stigma with it and like the, just like the greyhound of the sky trope that people don't want to try, but I've never experienced anything out of the ordinary on that airline that I haven't on any other like, but I, but I will say when I do hear the bad stories, they are bad. Like I've heard they literally will leave you stranded and be like, I mean, what do you want us to do? Or like, we don't have a pilot or. I mean, uh, for me, it was more so this, the, the okay. comfort issue. I get it. Yeah. You're not short. Yeah. So trying to, I felt like I was <laughs> folded into like a, a, a pretzel or, or something. I so. get it. I get it. Yeah, I know some people say I can't do more than two hours on a spirit flight. Well, this is to Las Vegas and we'll slash California. So this is like a four hour situation. Once they start flying to Africa, please believe I'm on it. No, and they, I go to Africa. I got to, Africa may be the only trip I save up to fly first class or something. See, and so for me, so I think that's it. I think, you know, different ideas about traveling. So for me, I don't mind saving, because to me, it's like, as long as I get there, I'd rather invest my money in the activities and food. Like, I love good food when I travel now. So for me, if I can save X amount of dollars on flying, but it can enrich other experiences there. I get it, but I get it. Some people are very particular about their flying, about their lodging. People want to only use their rewards points at certain hotels. So I get it. Everyone has their own yeah, I'm very custom style. I'm very particular about the, the flight and the and the And lodging. where you're staying too? Yeah, I, so I, no Airbnbs for you? I, I spend um, hours, if not days, researching mm-hmm. um, best places to stay. I have done... I was actually traveling by myself. I did an Airbnb. I, I enjoyed it. Um... <laughs> I really did like it was to, it was in New Orleans and oh nice the person house I was in was actually a bartender in, at a bar in New Orleans on Bourbon Street so um, he he gave me some some good suggestions on where to eat um, I went to go to his bar got some free drinks so that was a actually an awesome experience uh, I highly recommend if you haven't done it traveling uh, by yourself oh gosh yes I'm traveling by yeah that's most of my travel, yes. It's, it, I'm, I'm used to it. It's a lifestyle for me, but travel light, travel far is my motto, personally. Yeah, but I'm, I'm big on the the lodging and um, I, 
I could be a, I guess, a travel agent if I really wanted to, because I've I've planned the the lodging, the flight, the mm-hmm. excursion, the um. So like, I'll be going to Vegas in a few weeks, and like with my wife, and like I was the one that decided what hotel we were gonna stay at. I've planned the days out to a T. Oh, you're one of, okay, so you like an, a full itinerary. Well, you have a family, though, so it's different. You can't just be well, listless. It's not a real full itinerary. It's like, we're going to do dinner here. Oh, it's uh, just you two, though. Yeah. Ali's not going. Okay, yeah. Because, um, like, I've, like uh, I'll get on YouTube for hours and See watch. See what's going yeah, on out there. Best places to eat, um, places to avoid. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, there's a ton of good information. Cheap eats. Mm-hmm. I started at Groupon. Groupon and Airbnb has experiences, so I work backwards. But even, I know Las Vegas is known for its food, so buffets would probably be the first. I don't know what the state of buffets are now there. They're back open. I actually just this morning watched a video on the, mm-hmm. what was it, worst to best buffets? In Las Vegas? Yeah. Oh, good. Are y'all, are you guys into that? We might do a buffet for brunch one day. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Vegas. Because, like, some stuff you had to book, like, two months in advance. So, oh, it's crazy. Like, the Gordon Ramsay restaurant, like, mm-hmm. I was waiting for reservations to open. Like, they opened, and I was like, oh, I'll book after I get back from work. And I got home, and, like, there was no more reservations for that weekend. I was like, oh, my God, like, what the heck? Call and see if there's a waiting list or if someone drops off. So... Because um, usually people will cancel reservations. Yeah, and like when we went to Disney a few years ago, I did the whole planning for that. So that's good. I like to have a, a game plan of what we're going to do. So and you're not just laying in the hotel. You know, everyone has different things for vacation. For some people, it is seeing activities. For some people, I just like, I just want to be able to lay in bed till 11. Some I like a hybrid. I like to at least get up and go to the beach if I can. When I go to Vegas, not Vegas, I'm sorry, L.A. next week, even though there's a music festival all day Saturday, it is in my soul to wake up at 9 on Sunday and go to the beach. I know I'll be by myself, but yeah, cause, that's my yeah, plan. Ain't nobody waking up at 9. That, see, I don't mind. Like I, like I went to uh, Miami last year for my birthday, and I did yoga on the beach, and that started at like 9 in the morning. I found it on um, Groupon. They have an experiences section, and it was yoga and Reiki, and it was so peaceful. It was just me, one other person, and the instructor. And it was so I don't know certain things I will get up early for that. If, like if I can't do it here, then I'll do it there. OK, so speaking of Miami and the state of Florida, let's get to it. So this week, uh, Ron DeSantos passed the or signed, I should say, the don't say gay bill in Florida. Correct. Correct. Um, correct. They also passed um, in Florida basically a anti-critical race theory bill, I guess you could call it that, where mm-hmm. you can't make people feel guilty for things that happened in the past. So just your thoughts on the don't say gay bill and the anti-critical race theory. Uh, I see both as problematic as a history teacher. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like if a bill was passed like that here in Michigan, I would probably have to walk away from the teaching profession. 
or at least lobby. Do you think something like that could pass in Michigan? Though? And I'll answer your question about my thoughts. Do you think something like that could pass here? Because think of where it is. So it's passing in Florida. The next place is up on the docket for it. I think I read were like Indiana and Kansas. Yeah, so Indiana has already passed the bill where you have to, if you're a teacher, you have to publish all your lesson plans for the year by June 30th. That's so crazy. I, yeah, I remember there was some pushback for that, too. Um, do I think it will happen here? No, and only because of one thing. Mike Duggan? I, um, I was about to say Jennifer Granholm, but that's the... Yeah, that's, that's, that's older, but... Um, Gretchen Whitmore. I feel like any bill like that, she'll probably veto. She would, but... So, yeah, I don't know if it would pass, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if it sparked conversation because they also did try to kidnap our governor, and we know who was at the hands of that. But what I think about it, so it's called the Parental Rights in Education, but it's taken on the moniker of Don't Say Gay. And I don't know, it just seems it just seems like that's just how Florida rolls. DeSantis is just, he's just someone I, I just dislike greatly. He's he's disgusting. I don't know if you saw on the news when he had the press conference and the people were behind him with the mask and he was like, "You don't have to." Oh wear yeah, those masks take that mask yeah, off. Yeah, basically. Yeah, he he called it COVID theater <laughs> or whatever. But he's just so crazy to me. He just just his policies, what he thinks. They're trying to ban it from kindergarten to third graders and whatnot, but they just seem to encroach on people's rights. And just their freedom of just expression. And I'm sure it's not even heavily embedded in the curricula. So I think it's interesting because there's talk of the, of him running for president in 2024. And he is kind of favored. His name is out there. So I just feel like all the legislation that's come out of Florida and Texas... Yeah, Texas. It's very problematic. I feel like if the old guard, if you if you want to call them that, like trying to hang on to power. Mm-hmm. Oh, of uh, course. As America becomes more black and brown. Because um, these are Republican-driven bills. The you know it it, it basically escalated because at first they were fighting critical race theory in schools, and then it escalated to the gay stuff. And oh, yeah. So I, it's a it's a very scary time because you're basically taking, especially in education, the ability for a teacher to adjust for a student's needs. If you tell me I have to teach exactly this, there's I've been teaching for 14 years now. There's never been a time where. I've been able to stick just to the curriculum because each year my student needs are different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a fair assertion. Yeah. I also feel like it's problematic because if I can't say, I can't talk about slavery, I can't talk about this, I'm not really giving my students a true representation of what happened. Also with bills like Don't Say Gay, um, how does that make people feel that's that's homosexual or, or bi or... Mm-hmm. Um, it alienates a certain swath. So you're an educator and a father. You have a bonus child. You have London. How would you feel if that was part of her curricula, just learning about just, you know, different lifestyles? At, I mean, so London's 11 now, so... Oh, so, so she's seen... And, uh, 
I I think we should say her eleven is different than our eleven in yeah, terms so of access and I was gonna say like content. um Netflix and other things. So mm, I mean true. she's had, you know, questions about, you know, hey, it's two guys kissing on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Grace Anatomy or whatever or Station nineteen. Um so we we try to raise her where she's welcoming of everyone. Um, Because there was a time where you didn't see black people on television. It was taboo. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, with Ali, um, I'm already, like, trying to expose him to, like, different things and different parts of our history and different people. Um, So I... Because I, I want my children to be able to come talk to me about um, anything. Yeah, and I think that starts with openness. Sometimes the pushback you get from parents who are opposed, or who are for these type of bills are, it's not the school's job to teach my child. I, I, I should be the one to teach my child. You're, you're putting it too early. Those are, I, I also think, some of the same people who also believe there's this whole gay agenda. They're making stuff gay. I know people had issue with the the Bel Air adaptation and how they made one of the characters now have. Oh yeah. Actually, I was just, I was Mm -hmm. just reading about that. But my, my thing is, I don't think, especially at like first, second, third grade, a teacher is going to go out their way to say, Hey, this is, you know, the lifestyle for a a bisexual or a gay person. I agree. I think if a student, has a question you now have limited that teacher to say well i can't say anything because i've re- losing my job where um i i want my my students to be able to feel like when they ask me something i'm going to be able to give you an honest answer and if i don't know i'll tell you i don't know but to have that basically taken away from you as a teacher is problematic yeah, I don't think we often think of the teachers' freedoms and rights and why you guys actually got into education. A lot of the times it's parents speaking for, well, my rights, my kids' rights, but I think you offer an interesting perspective of what about the teachers' rights. Because I just, I just feel like it's already tough enough being in education. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, of course. So this just adds another layer to that. Mm-hmm. So, I'm personally glad I teach in Michigan at this point. I always wonder, like, you see so many people moving in Texas and Florida. Right. And I, that's so interesting. Yeah. I mean, because it's, it's, we're in Michigan. It was 15 degrees yesterday. We all would like more consistently warm weather and not have ashy streets and tire pressure low for a third of the year and whatnot but i do hear i remember reading an article a couple weeks ago a lot of people are basing their choices on moving based on political affiliation like they were saying this is the first time in a long time where people are actually basing their decision on where to move based on some of the legislation and if it's you know a red or a blue area so you know which actually leads into our other t- one of our other topics, the anti-lynching bill that has been stuck in Congress for, I don't know, at least three or four years now, it seems. Like, I remember mm-hmm. 
what was that, two or three years ago, then-Senator Kamala Harris and Senator Cory Booker oh, yeah. um, speaking out um, against Senator Ron Paul, uh, objecting basically to the anti-lynching bill and attaching an amendment to basically kill the, the bill's worth. So I, I think it's crazy that we're in 2022 and we're still having... First of all, the need for an anti-lynching bill. And the fact that it's not even passing like that. It didn't even pass in both chambers either. Yes, you would You would think. I mean, but we still have voter suppression tactics. So, I mean, they kind of go hand in hand to a degree. And I'm not trying to be funny, but you would think at how quickly the Asian hate bill passed. Mm-hmm. That there would be the same type of movement, the same type of want to pass an anti-lynching bill. Well, why do you think it hasn't, you know, progressed as fast? Do you think that there was more lobbying efforts or people were more sympathetic? I'm going to be honest. I, I think it's because the anti-lynching bill is a is a pro-black bill. Mm-hmm. And there's not a bunch of people that are black in Congress to begin with. I also think that I don't I don't know if it was more lobbying or support on Asians. I think it's easier to support something that is non black than it is to support <laughs> something that has to do with black people. No, and that's and that's the cold hard truth too. I still think it's you know, you talked about it a little bit earlier, but I still think it's trying to be a form of control and whatnot because they recognize that power shifting. There were actually three representatives that um were opposed to passing the bill. Andrew Clyde of Georgia, Thomas Macy of Kentucky, and Chip Roy of Texas. And, you know, we mentioned some of those states before. I think you said people want to move to Texas and Florida. You have to be aware of these are who some of your representatives are. And these three people in the year of 2022 AD, like you said, are still opposing something that should be so simple to, you know, it shouldn't be on the books. I also feel like... I don't, I don't know if I want to call it the Barack Obama effect. Isn't, who, who was the, uh, Mitch McConnell who said, I mean, we gave you guys Obama. I can't remember what that was yeah, a reply to. But. They're making us pay for it. Yeah, so like, I, I still feel like there's some undertones um, of that, of mm-hmm. the Obama presidency. Like, I feel like they were like, he shouldn't have ever made it that twice. far yeah twice which is why one of my off-time favorite state of the union moments when barack obama's last state of the union where he said i don't have to run anymore mm. like i won every election yeah um, he's done i know that was that was a pretty boss moment but yeah i definitely think it's payback but i went up north this past weekend north to us in michigan these people still had Trump signs out. And I saw some Trump 2024 signs as well, too. So I think that there still is the thought that Trump might. I know you mentioned DeSantis earlier in Florida, but there still is a big contingent of people in the Republican Party who still believe that Trump could run. And honestly, if he were to run today, I still think he I don't know if he would win, but he, he'd it still would be pull interesting, enough. Yeah. Oh, he could still pull votes and he still has the Republican Party on a chokehold. People, he's still like their grand person. People don't want to speak out against him, even though he's blatantly wrong about stuff. And they ostracize him just like Marjorie Green when they were talking about the whole voting thing. But he still has that party in a chokehold. Yeah, I, 
2024 is going to be interesting. Um, I don't see Biden being a good candidate for the Democrats. Well, so maybe that's for a future episode. Maybe we'll, but who do you think is, because that's two years away and whatnot. And I'm wondering who, who would, if we had to choose a front runner today for the Democratic Party, who would it be? I don't think you have one, and I think that's an issue. And it's two years away. That's the thing. They, yeah. I, I, I do think there is time to salvage the Biden presidency. I think so. His, 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 I feel like his State of the Union, it was just a speech, though. But I think his State of the Union was pretty, um, it was good. It, it was good. Now, if, I think I said this before, um, I'm still hoping that come, I don't know, June or July. Oh, okay. I know which moment you're talking about. That he announces that he's retiring and Kamala Harris uh, become the the U.S. president. That That is my... What's the grade you gave their presidency? Because you were talking about Angela Wright had given them... I feel like you gave them a C plus, was it? Or C minus? That might be yeah, generous. D plus, C, C minus, somewhere in there. Yeah, okay. So I was too generous. You gave I, them a I, C minus. I do feel like this could be Kamala's moment with <laughs> everything going on. <laughs> Off this hope that it happens somehow in June. Yeah, because I, I don't, I don't see a game plan for the Democrats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's there's no strong front runners. I mean, Bernie's uh, not going to do it. And he's not a Democrat, as we know. He's progressive. I mean, who are the strong faces? I feel like. Okay. AOC couldn't get it done. I I, I enjoy AOC. I, I would like AOC to challenge Chuck Schumer though in the Senate. She's challenging everybody. I do like I do like AOC. I know I enjoy Rashida Tlaib. Shout out to Michigan. Uh, although I wish I wish Rashida Tlaib would run for mayor of Detroit. That would be good. That that I you know what? Yeah, I wonder if she would. But it, it just seems like Mike has such a strong. I know that's my word of the day. But Mike has such a strong hold on the city. Surprisingly, even with dismal turnout, he still is. I don't know how how he does it. I don't know if he's just attached to bringing job. I don't know. Well, he when you pay the the right people, yeah, live out of live out of the city. He had that scandalous situation. I mean, we should we should definitely have an episode where we focus just solely on maybe local and I mean, federal. He, he did the same thing Kwame did, but and but only difference is Mike Duggan got to marry his mistress. Stop that! Stop that! <laughs> Stop that! Kwame is a changed man now. Uh-huh. He is recently remarried. Expecting a child. Listen, people on the inside be getting love too, man. Mm-hmm. And he has that that gregarious personality too. So, okay, so I, I I'm hoping that the the Democrats between now and this time next year, I can say, oh, Biden, or we have somebody that's a viable candidate. I don't. I don't know if you try Elizabeth Warren back out there. Don't or... do my boo like that. The, she, they, they always a bridesmaid, never a bride. I love I don't, Elizabeth I, Warren. And though. no, that's the thing. I like her, but they, they keep, they can't keep dangling. And she's, I think she's too far extreme for some. What, what does Trump call her? Uh, Pocahontas. Pocahontas. But I tell you <laughs> one so thing: if Pocahontas was in office right now, I wouldn't have to be worrying about my student loans. Man, so I think May is when they start back up. I. They, Joe, give us another stimulus and push it back. 
Push it back. Gas prices are high. Food prices. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's definitely, as someone who goes to the grocery store about three times a week, it is definitely very clear how much everything has gone up. Okay, so getting into a little bit of off politics into sports. Yes. A couple of major things. Deshaun Watson and NFL, we got March Madness going on. The Mm -hmm. NBA playoffs is coming into shape. Major League Baseball and they strike, although I don't know too many people in our generation that still cares about baseball. That's true. It's definitely not a big population. Um, but so Deshaun Watson uh, was the. Yeah. Yeah. What, can you give a little bit of background? So Deshaun Watson, who was the, well, still is the quarterback of the Houston Texans, even though he didn't play last year because the Texans refused to play him while his criminal proceedings was going on. So he's basically been accused of sexual assault or sexual misconduct uh, by several women that were a masseuse um, to him. Okay, okay. and I think he has 11 civil lawsuits pending. Um, Harris County in Houston decided not to pursue criminal charges against him on Friday. Okay. Um, so is he still, you'll have to help me out with this one here. So for me, it's going to be asking a lot of questions. So he's still with his team? Yes. Um, What's the status They're looking that? to trade him. So, so is he... I've heard the name before, Deshaun Watson. So he's obviously a pretty good player, correct? Great player. Um, so would if, any team be lucky to have him? Like, is is he, is let's, he wanted? Let's put it this way. If I was a team right now that didn't have my starting quarterback, wasn't like Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. So the Seahawks should get him. Patrick Mahomes, I would be calling to see what would it take to get um, Deshaun Watson. Well, I know Russell is going to the Broncos, do, and they, I think they said it freed up like sixteen million cap space. Is is that a team Deshaun might go to, or yeah, if I'm if I'm see if, if I'm Seattle, Carolina, I'm probably, and to be honest, Deshaun's probably going to get suspended for six games Why? to start the season because of the NFL. He still has these civil lawsuits pending. Okay. Um, and so you have to sit out. It's a mandatory six game. It wouldn't be mandatory, but based on past practices in the NFL and what they do when you have civil litigation pending, mm-hmm. uh, it's possible that he could be suspended. But even if he was suspended for six games, I think he's a, that much of a difference maker that I would be all in. Wow, that's, I mean, yeah, that that's important then to know. So it sounds like he had really, really good stats. And he's young. He's like 26, so. Yeah. If Very I'm young brother. If I'm the Detroit Lions. Um, Is this a market he would want to come to? Has he has he I, expressed where he would want to go? I don't know if he would want to come here. He Well, he expressed that he wanted to go to Miami last year, but that was when Brian um Flores was still the coach. Oh, did he used to play under him or something? They no, have a history. He just, wanted to be under Brian. Yeah. So, but if I'm the Lions, I make him say no to us. You make him say no? Yeah. Why? I'm going to offer mm-hmm. my, as many draft picks, as many players as possible. And I mean, he has a no trade cost, so I would, but I would be calling mm-hmm. to see if he would waive it to come here. 
<laughs> oh, okay. So he can. I mean, I'm sure with the right legal team, you can overcome a lot. So um, I just saw. I feel like too. He was assumed guilty in the in the media. Yeah, he was definitely judged. So that's the thing. Like I said, full full transparency. I'm familiar with the name. I'm way more into basketball than football, but yeah. I still know the big names and I can follow. But I definitely remember him being ostracized publicly and just in the public court of opinion he, because of all the allegations. I think you said it was, what, 11, 11 women or something? Yeah, 11 civil suits over, I don't know, it's over 15 women, might be 20. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the whole where there's smoke, there must be fire. But then he has several... Former masseuse coming out in support of him, saying that he never tried anything sexual um, with them. So I don't think we'll ever know the full story about what really happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it was, and if the women were actually um, sexually assaulted, then I do feel like he should face whatever penalties, but now with the Harris County saying that there will be no charges, um, I do feel like he does have the right to move on with his life. As he should, especially, and you said the the ruling came out, what, uh, Friday? Yeah, Friday. Hopefully so. Yeah, and the NFL, they don't care because they've they've kept players, they have a history of keeping players with some crazy wild charges, Gronk, Everybody like that, so uh-huh. I, I I think he's Ben Roethlisberger yep, was accused of what rape twice, mm-hmm. maybe three times, and still wasn't played in the league. What eighteen years? Yeah, so they I don't know. I feel like they pick and choose who they I don't know who they allow to rock. Yeah, and it, I feel like the the media never really crushed Ben Roethlisberger the way they crushed Deshaun Watson. Oh, I've heard way more about Deshaun Watson than I have about Roethlisberger. I mean, you will hear people bring that up um, a little bit, but not, not not to the degree in which you heard about it for um, Deshaun. Okay, so you you mentioned basketball. It's March. Woo woo. March Madness. The, the words are perfect. March Madness, where games are down to the last second. Yeah, um, my 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 team, of course. Michigan. You got the socks on. Yeah, hoping I'll be patiently sitting in there, hoping they they get in. That would be nice. Um, um I, I who was their first match against? You know. No, they they're out. The, well, they they got put out the Big Ten yeah, tournament. Out. They they blew a seventeen point lead. Yeah, they're out. Was was that against Wisconsin? Um, Indiana. Indiana. Okay. Oh, and Indiana played Illinois too. I think. Yeah. The day. Okay. Yeah, I literally was watching the Michigan game at lunch. Went to start teaching, got off of work, and found out they lost. I was like, they were up by seventeen when I when I left. That's the thing. College basketball just goes so quickly. But that's one thing I do love about March Madness is it's it's good games in the middle of the day, and they're always down. When you see these half court shots and just I don't know, it's just nothing like it. it to me, it it's what I like more about at least college level basketball than um than NBA level. Don't get me wrong, NBA level can get exciting, but at least with college, it's, it's it literally is split-second decisions. Yeah, it, it's split-second. People making shots 
crazy shots. My team, they lost already, um, unfortunately. The in UConn the, Huskies. We're, we're, I'm trying to think what conference they're in the Big East. They're in the Big East. They lost to Villanova on Friday night. It was 70 to 67. I think we only had maybe two leads um, in the game, but once they weren't able to get it over five. They lost to the best dress coach in college basketball. So, and, oh, yeah, no, his pullover, his pullover was hard. His pullover was hard over on Nova. And, and actually, Nova just beat Creighton yesterday, too. So I always feel like, you know, that's fine if we lose. And it's not fine, but we lose. But I'd rather at least lose to someone who keeps going, who keeps winning. I would hate to lose to the person who loses the next game. So... Are now you, I just gotta wait on my ladies. Oh, who you? Who you? Oh, UConn ladies. Come on now, you you know what the name is. You know who UConn is. Yeah, you know who I gotta roll with. You know, ladies. I love UConn. Though. I especially love uh, what's their point guard Westbrook. Yeah, I do do love her for UConn, but I gotta roll with South Carolina. Of course you do. Of course, I wouldn't expect anything different. I think they said they had, isn't it four four women coaches for the um, SEC who are ma- who made it that far to the finals? I know Staley is in there. I'm trying to think of the, I think it's one of the sisters too and whatnot. But yeah, exciting times. Because you you have a black coach in at, what is that Kentucky? NC State, I believe, has a black coach. Let me see. They they're definitely yeah. So it's, it's a Vivian Stringer, the NC State coach. So you let McPhee McQuinn and who is a coach at Ole Miss, and then Nikki McRae, who is she took over after Pat Summit at Tennessee. Okay. Then you've got Terry Williams, Flournay. And she, Tiger Women, so she's at Auburn. So oh. it's, there's some there's, representation. There's quite a few because mm-hmm. that was three right there, and that didn't include um, Don Staley. I know the coach at Kentucky. Johnny Taylor as well, too. She's at UGA at Georgia. So it's definitely women making strides. And even more on to um, the NBA professional side. But, no, like I said, my, my team already lost, unfortunately, um, UConn Huskies. So I'm just going to keep going for Villanova at this point. State, I don't mind. Uh, and I know they won their game against Maryland. They should be playing today, shouldn't they? They lost last night to Sorry. Purdue? No, Purdue played to – oh. Who did they lose to? It was either Purdue or Iowa. Well, dang. So, so are, out. are you anti-Duke? Um, no, you know, I just, I, I root for where my uh, college loans go to. Even though, <laughs> even though I don't go to any Michigan, I root for Michigan teams just off of GP. That's where we're at, and they're really I good programs. I root for just one Michigan team. So they lost. Yep, you're right. So State lost to Purdue by five yesterday. I'll take great joy any time State loses. Is it because of Izzo? Um, he, he's becoming a I've little bit I've never more been a big... State fan, of course, to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, I respect Izzo. Um, yeah, but I I do feel like I feel like this is a the game of college basketball is changing. How so? 
Well, you have was that the name, image, and likeness now, so players can get get paid. I also feel like the the style. You have more of a uh, up down type, NBA type game position as basketball. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it, I don't think the way college basketball is evolving it's necessarily fits what Tom Izzo likes to do. If that makes sense. But adversely, he's also been the coach of a lot of players who have made it to the NBA, most notably Draymond. How many of them have been successful, though? Draymond and Miles Bridges. Draymond is still a pretty big name. And, you know, joke joke if you want, but you can tell his absence from the floor with Golden State. He's He's the heart of that team. So yeah, I, you, you I can, can get no argument for me. With but you're saying it's not enough. It's not a, enough of an alumni of I'm successful just, NBA. Just, who, I mean, who does Michigan have? Jalen. I know. Jalen. C. Webb. Here we go. Here we go. Um, currently, um, Karis LeBert. Yeah, Jawan. Look at you. <laughs> uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. I, I've. I won't say that Jawan Howard's a better coach than Tom Izzo. I do feel like John Beeline was a better coach than Tom Izzo. Do you feel like he's better than Jawan Howard? How do you feel about Jawan Howard's coaching? Oh, man. Uh, Can I give him a grade next year? Next year? Okay. Is it too soon? What what is this, the second season he's going on? His third season. So I feel like his first year I probably would have gave him a B. You don't, you, Last year was definitely an a, a, a. I feel like the team overachieved. This year, a C, C minus. Dang, a C minus. Yeah, I feel like they underachieved. Do you think it was a coaching thing or a players thing? Or I guess or I that, think is it's that a little bit of. Say? I think it's a little bit of both. I feel like let's see who comes back next year. Mm-hmm. See what he's able to do. I I do feel like. I love his assistants. Every assistant that he has on the staff, I I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. So he and he's still young in the coaching profession. So I do think Izzo is a better coach than Jawan right now. But also, I, but 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 to be fair though, Izzo's had more experience in the college realm. He's had a longer time to sharpen. Yeah. So sharpen that I do feel like over the last twenty years. Michigan's a better program. For sure. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm I'm naturally gonna sway to U of M just because that's where my mom went. I'm just I'm more of a fan of their history as it relates to the Fab Five. It's, it's more of a nostalgic um feel for me. Um so NBA. Right. We're getting there. It's coming up to that point of the season. Even though the seasons seem to run a lot longer now, though, um, this is the time when players are definitely um, getting a little bit more tired. I definitely haven't heard a lot of load management this year, which is which is a good thing. Yeah, I think I think you have more teams. Well, teams that we thought were going to be good, particularly in the East. Just go ahead and say it. Who 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 are you speaking about when you say the, it? the Lakers? No, 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 no. You said the East. You said oh, Brooklyn. Okay. <laughs> you don't think Brooklyn is living up to its hype? No. Not at not, all. N- 
then, then who do you have out the East? Uh, what game did I watch the other day? It was the Miami um, Phoenix game. I, I like Phoenix my, got him. I like I like Miami. Miami's I yeah, like, Miami is always. I like attractive. Milwaukee. I feel like well, I feel like Miami's a better coach team than Brooklyn. They just don't seem to have found their rhythm in Brooklyn um, yet. But didn't Kyrie drop fifty um, the other night? Yeah, but Kyrie yeah. still can't play at home, which I think is crazy. I know. Well, to be fair, we see the game in the background. There's people there without even their mask, which is why, trust me, that's for another topic. But it just, I don't know. It just shows how backwards they were with rolling out the mandates and stuff. Yeah, none of this makes sense at this point. It didn't. All the beginning. All these places. Yeah, well. For for my side, it didn't in the beginning. Well, I never understood. Like, so basketball, you have. 10 players on the court mm-hmm. on the mask, but then when they come to the sideline, they have to put on the mask. But for the last five minutes, they ran, ran up and down the court. Hello, not- breathing in each other, mouth all open. Like, the, it was just, I don't know. I mean, to be fair, we were all, you know, trying to build a plane while flying when this COVID thing first started. But so you're saying Kyrie's contribution of 50 is still not um, really meaningful and with Harden dipping out well I, th- I think the city of new york has done brooklyn a disservice by Kyrie not being able to play home games because what Even happens the games there's nobody in here with the mask on because what happens in april playoffs mm-hmm. he can play on the road but he can't play at home so are you saying they should have been like the nfl and took a page out of the aaron Rodgers book and let him rock i don't know i just then i just read that unvaccinated players for Major League Baseball can't play in Toronto. It's just so it's just so hard because every place has different stipulations and rules and whatnot. Where where's oh I was gonna ask a silly question. Where are the finals being held? But we won't know until we get to that moment. So who do you have coming out the East and who do you have coming out the West? Miami as of today coming out the East over Milwaukee. I'm not a huge Mike Budenhauser fan. I don't. I don't like him as a coach. I, he lucked into had Ky, had KD's foot been twelve mm-hmm. inches behind the line. Like I think <laughs> he's fired today. Mm-hmm. So I don't really care for him as a coach. Okay. Eric Sposer has always been. I he's feel consistent. Like, yeah, I feel like he's doesn't get. A lot of do for what he's done in Miami post LeBron. That's true. They they've always been pretty attractive for a few years, but then but then they'll have their down years. So I still like Miami, and of course out the west, I'm going with the baby face assassin. I know you're probably gonna go for your little boy Chris Paul, but first of all, he's not a little boy. That's a grown <laughs> man we talking about. But no, yeah, I mean I'm there's there's nothing bad you could say. I, well, you talked about the game changing with um college. I do think Steph changed the game that way where Steph people take changed. way yeah. more they take way more courageous shots than they would not have taken maybe 10 years ago or so. I, I he's definitely changed the game. I I love Steph Curry. There's nothing bad you can say to me about him. Especially like even high school, you got kids like oh all gosh. they want to do is shoot threes. Man, they they don't have no ball movement. They don't know the the business of passing. They ain't doing no more bounce passes. Everyone just wants to take that big shot. And it is, even when I was watching, um, well there were so many threes Villanova was hitting off though, but yeah, everyone just wants to do threes. 
Everyone thinks they're, as you said, the baby face assassin. So who you got coming out the East? And I know who you got coming out the West. I know you can't go and go with Phoenix. I mean, I hope so. You know, I'm always going to root for Chris Paul to, you know, do his thing. I still am amazed by the athleticism and just durability of LeBron James. But we know that's not about to happen with the Lakers, it looks like. But if I had to pick, I would say them are – Lucas squad is doing pretty decent, I believe. They could Dallas? Out. Yeah, they could – if, I don't know. If if Dallas makes it to the final, I'll give you $100. Oh, for real? Yes. Okay, well, they're playoff bound. <laughs> so definitely for me, I, I like players more so than teams. But if I had to choose, it would be between um, Phoenix and – and it, it would be good to see the Golden State pick up where they left off because their run was that, – that stuff was historic. Clay, what, Clay dropped 38 last night? Come on now. Like, Clay and then, you know, get that Izzo boy back up there, Draymond Green. My favorite with that, I love his attitude. I love his spirit. I think that's why him and Chris don't get along so well because they're kind of the same in a lot of ways. Um, but, yep, and then for the East, who should be coming out of the East? Miami is attractive for sure. Um, I know we're not doing any. I know, I hate to say it, you know, Pistons aren't. but we're, we Pistons do, will be in the playoffs in two years. But, but we, we, you know, we, we did decent. I'm hopeful – I know they might not come out the East as the winners, but I'm hopeful to see how how far the Grizzlies can go. I don't know if they can do a whole, you know, seven-game series twice back-to-back, but um, or a few times, but it'd be nice to see Ja up here. He might have to wait his turn in another year or two, but so you I'm going to throw him as my wild card. You don't want to pick a team for the East? Yeah, you hear me over here dancing around <laughs> it? <laughs> um... I'm just going to go with last year's champs. Milwaukee. Greek freak. He is a freak. He is a freak of nature. It is He is aptly, aptly characterized. Uh, you could you could have the Greek freak. Uh, you don't like him? He, he's decent. Decent? Come on, stop playing. What are you, Charles Oakley? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? He's decent. Decent. Come on, why? He he's not in my top ten players. I will put it that way. You, so you don't mean of all time, but you mean like current? Currently, he he wouldn't be in your current. Stop playing. What's the hate for? Giannis, come on. He's nice. He's tell tell me two players nicer than him right now. Steph, KD. <laughs> KD ain't getting the same traction. No, no, mm mm. Mm-mm. No, I, I, I wholeheartedly disagree. The sure athleticism of Hell, of Kay Cunningham right now. Okay, now <laughs> you're just being oppositional to be oppositional because there is no way you can tell me that you think that Kate. I mean, don't get me wrong. Kate, I will say Katie doesn't get enough credit for how, how fly he is on the court. Like, he's he's good on both sides. He's got range. He'll, you know, he'll block. He'll get you buckets as well, too, but... Jaws. Freak freak. Oh, Jaws the Jaws the AI reincarnate or whatever. Just a little bit faster. But no, I love me some Jaws Morant. Yeah, Jaws. Shoot, Devin Booker. I put put over. Devin, 
Come on now. And and Devin Booker's who next? Trey Young? Uh, why don't you just keep going and bead? <laughs> Trey Young, no. Trey Young's haircut is terrible. He loses point on that alone. He looked like he was putting a dryer. So do you have any votes for MVP? Do you, so, but real quick, do you think MVP should be based off their own singular stats or how well they help their team? Because say if you have a, a crappy record, I saw a friend pose that question online. Should the MVP be someone who ha, who's team has a good record or even if their their team is kind of in the crowd so, like look at kd i mean look at brooklyn they're 34 and 33 but so this one i would i want to say kd would definitely get some votes for me for player the, of the year for, for mvp yes okay the i'm gonna be honest lebron james even though the I lakers so. suck yeah. right now exactly has a very good case for mvp he just got 50 the other night that man to be what? Nineteen years. Thirty-seven. He's our yo. He's our peer, Rodney. He, yeah. Like 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 he's like we're all in the same age group. Like I remember when he started and whatnot. Yeah. So for him to he what he dropped fifty to two out of the last mm-hmm. three games. Mm-hmm. He he probably gets my butt right now MVP. I, I agree. I would agree. And, and like you said, even though their record even though their record is crappy, I I still think he makes a strong case for. The fact that he's still able to keep, like, his body is a machine. Like, I remember reading he puts a million dollars into his body each year. Same, same with Russell Wilson. He spends a mil- hey, he spends a million dollars each year for his body. Like, it, and, and you can tell. You, you can tell. You can tell he works hard for it. I'm surprised. Well, I guess you can't pick Chris Paul because he's hurt. Don't do him. Don't do him. I mean, Chris Paul's always going to be the MVP of my heart for sure. I was about to say, can y'all tell who her favorite player is? Christopher Emmanuel Paul. I, I just enjoy the Oh, you know the middle name, too. That's 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 the boo right there. I, I enjoy him. Yeah, but no, Steph is good, too. I, I, I think because he's not as athletic, maybe, as some of the other players, I think that's why he doesn't maybe necessarily don't, don't, get the credit. Don't come for Steph. No, I'm not, but I'm just... I'm just Because even KD said it was disrespectful how, how the league has not given him MVP uh, as many times as they should have and whatnot. But, um... No, I, I I think because he might not be that athletic, but I think for me in terms of being a game changer and moving around the court, the plays he's able to facilitate and whatnot, yeah. Okay, so you got. I know that. Did was you all ever over. say? Who you I had? said I'm going oh, with last year's. Chance. Oh yeah, the you rain, said, the reigning. So chance. you got the the Bucks, and who was your West pick? Phoenix. Dallas. Mm, yeah, I guess I'll have. I got to be big on the reality. It, it, I hope it comes down to Golden State and Phoenix coming okay. on. I hope. I hope that's the finals. That, I'll say that much. I wouldn't be disappointed if that was the finals. Okay, so Western Conference Final, Golden State, Phoenix. That's who I have in the in the West. Oh, that that'll be good. I. I don't know if my. I have at this okay. point. If if Kyrie can play home games, I'll probably have Brooklyn and Miami in the Eastern Conference Finals. If Kyrie can't play home games, then Chicago, Miami. You don't have any hope for Boston with Tatum? They're not I, doing nothing for you? I love Tatum. I, I do. I love Tatum. That's another player I think. But that, you don't think that they have any, any shot? As constructed now, no. As Al Horford as your starting center? No. 
do you think it's a coaching thing, an underutilized thing? Where no, is Kimba? Uh, what, what team is Kimba Walker on right now? That's a good question because he was playing with New York and they shut him down. How? That's a UConn alumni. Let's see. Where is Kimba Walker? Oh, he still is with the Knicks. He's just not playing. I know he a little UConn uh, alum, but he must be a terrible teammate or Don't something. Don't say that. Don't say that. What, what, what else could it be? He left Charlotte, went to Boston. Wore out it, his it, it wasn't the right system for him. And, and, and you see they got a new coach. Nia Long's husband is the coach out in, um, in, in Boston. But I, I don't know. It's got to be something, though. He hasn't won. Are y'all saying that about Harden? Yeah, I think I Harden's <laughs> overrated. I think Harden and Westbrook are overrated. Oh, you know what? I feel like you did say that before. Oh, no, no, no. It was Westbrook. And y'all got to leave that man alone. Y'all are making it hard for his family. Y'all need yeah, to stop chastising so that man. Calling I, him I do agree. Family should be off limit. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be something about Russ because... He'd have been an OKC. He'd have been a Houston. He'd have been those an LA. OKC. Those OKC years, I think, were some of the best years for all of them. I agree. I wish they could have kept that synergy. But you want to round it out with our what we've been listening to? I think yeah, we let's were, see. So what the, past? Yeah, what Jay are the Gates last and, three artists you've been listening to? Who have you downloaded? Or not even da- recently downloaded, but who's been getting the most playback in your car? Benny of the Butcher, his new album dropped, what, Friday? That Tana Talk, yes, yeah. for is stupendous. Amazing features, of course, with Conway. My favorite, 38 Special. Um, who else have I been listening to? Ludacris. A lot of old Ludacris albums. Don't which, which one? What's your favorite old Ludacris album? Word of Mouth. That's fire. Mine's is Theater of the Mind. Yeah, I wish that, that one got more play. Theater of the Mind was so good to me with the Floyd Mayweather intro song, with the Lil Wayne MC, uh, the Common song, the Spike Lee joint on there. Wake up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, what else? Um, Nas, the, the Magic album, I'll round it out with that. So you've been heavy on the hip-hop, heavy on the hip-hop, very cool. Oh, an old one, old school one. Uh, Got to. Janet Jackson, uh, the Velvet Rope album. What's your favorite song off Velvet Rope? I don't have just a favorite song. That's my favorite Janet Jackson album. Is it really yeah. the Velvet Rope? Yeah. That tour was live. That's definitely a, maybe my favorite tour of hers. Velvet Rope is really good. It, it honestly, it would be between that and Janet for me. Now, my favorite Janet Jackson song is "All Right" though. Oh, all right, Escapade, Miss You Much. That whole era was just just fabulous. Yeah, no, Janet could do no wrong for me. I think the last three artists, like you, Tana Talk, I mean, it just came out um, on Friday, but I really enjoy it. He's my favorite member of Griselda, quite frankly. Um, I, love, I love me some Benny the Butcher. Someone had a good question online, like, do you prefer Griselda or Slaughterhouse? And for me, I would say Slaughterhouse only because I like all four individually and collectively as we're with 
Even as the Sada house is a lot more dysfunctional. Don't it's so hurtful to see my baby Joel go through this. Royce being messy still. <laughs> He's just, he's the biggest Eminem mascot, and it's so, I mean, I appreciate him writing for his man, but whatever. But that Tana Talk 3, I mean, 4, good features. Um, it was a good follow-up. Also, Currency, he had something recently, too. He has projects with Alchemist. Um, Alchemist is coming to Detroit pretty soon. But it's like they're all in the same sphere. Like, you're going to hear Boldy James... Um, people like that, like they're all going to be on Conway the Machine. Like they all recycle each other. They're all it's all in the same arena. But I, I mess with it. And lastly, I love a good music rabbit hole on um, on YouTube. There's this show called Colors that I love. And there was this French pianist who I I got put on. His name is Sophane Pomart. I can't say his name right probably, but he has this amazing concert where he's singing under the um aurora borealis i want to say under the under the northern lights but in finland but he's a pianist french dude it's super smooth but i have been on my hip-hop head i'm going out to a music festival next saturday in la it's called smoking grooves supposedly we'll have to get a review from you for oh that. so on the lineup is Nas in the roots kamasi washington flying lotus thundercat the internet you had me at Nas. janae yako badu supposed to be there i've seen and i've seen hopefully all badu shows up on that's time. the thing and there's this jazz artist i love named yusef days he's from the uk he this will be my first time seeing him you know COVID kind of push some things back but he'll actually be in detroit july 23rd at the l club so i'm definitely going to try to check that as well too but yusef days he's a drum player from the uk who like i said like the way i would push someone over for chris paul is what i would do for yusef days i'd push somebody sorry ali i love that's, you that's but serious I'd, ali would be gingerly be put to the side if he was in my pathway well i know sorry <laughs> I don't know what what to do there. I uh, know. I mean, we all have our artists. So we there's no one you would run to, um, like a Bruno Mars. Are you a Bruno Mars? Fan? No, I'm not a Bruno Mars. Wait fan a minute. Like Hold on. I didn't know this. Why not? I mean, I like his music, but would I push somebody out the way to get to him? Not no. push someone. <laughs> okay, so you don't feel like that about well, Janet. You you've met. Oh, Jan yeah, I met Janet, but I would still push somebody out the way to get to Janet Jackson. See. Exactly. We all got our people. And for me, it's Sade and, and Janet and Yusef. Oh, Aaliyah, if she was alive, she carried that. <coughs> Excuse me. Really? I didn't know you were an Aaliyah fan like that. Yeah. Okay. Aaliyah gave me my first kiss on the cheek. Oh, my gosh. We're going to have to hear this story on some episode. I didn't know. Was this one of those mall things? You know, they used to be at Northland Mall and stuff? No, no, no. This real life. Oh, well, this is something my parents' have basement. To... You kissed, or Aaliyah kissed you in your parents' basement? Yes. Oh, wow. So you've got some history. Yes. With the rap queen. And when I say rap, I mean here as in a rap, not MC. Oh, I probably would piss somebody out the way to me, Don Staley. I'm not going to hold you up. What is it about her? You just, the fact that she's so on it? Yeah, I love her style and just her, her persona, her personality. Just. Yeah, no, she's tight. She's cool. Our Kari champion. I really like her input and stuff, but okay. Yeah. But yeah, that about sums it up for me over here. Yeah, so we can end it on that note. Um, 
when we return in two weeks, um, Jessica will be back from her music fest, and we'll get a review, and I guess I'll be telling this story about um, me and, and Aaliyah. Aaliyah. We'll catch y'all on the B-side.